Hi, this is AZ. Welcome to episode 8. Have you ever experienced you were just promoted or promoted yourself, but you don't own the place? You're not in charge? Maybe some, some of your team members trying to expand their territory, become assertive, even manipulate you? If you have experienced that as a first-timer today, you're going to learn some approach and tactics that are going to help you to own the place. I want to take you back to what we covered in the previous episode. If you haven't watched it, I encourage you to go back, watch and listen episode 7. In that episode, we talked about the importance of knowing your new place. Knowledge dissipates mystery. Knowledge has power. And there are some areas where you need to have knowledge so that you know your place very well. And one area that I suggested was about knowing yourself. And I suggested five key questions for your personal life and for your professional life. By asking those questions, you will be able to know more about you. Because when you know who you are, what makes you unique, your strength, your challenges, your limitations, your weaknesses, from where you came from, your past success, awards, rewards, recognitions, it builds your confidence in the new leadership position you find yourself. The more you know why you are in that position, what you must do, where you are heading, the more confidence you build as a first-timer and therefore overcome the first-timer episode. You should also know about the organization, its history, its mission, its vision, its strategies, its core values, and corporate culture. You should also know the people. Most importantly, the decision-makers, your boss, your team members, and key stakeholders. Today, we're going to take it to the next level. Okay, you know your place. You have answered those important questions. But knowledge without application doesn't help you much. Wisdom comes when you apply your knowledge. So whatever knowledge you acquired from the previous episode, you need to apply it. When you apply it, what happens? You own the place. You know the place. You know your place. But you have to own it. You have to be in charge. People should be able to sense it, feel it, and see it. The challenge for me in the past was whenever I take a first-timer position, I was not certain. And my words, my decisions, my actions betrayed me. People could be able to sense it. Actually, initially, I didn't even know that I didn't own my place. When I started to become conscious, then I didn't know how to be in charge in my words, in my decisions, in my actions. It was hard. There were people who took advantage of me. They knew I didn't own my first time in position. You know, there are some people, uh, once they sense that you are a pushover, patsy. They try to take advantage. They manipulate you. They're going to be the indirect decision maker. 
and team rid of that team. They take away your position, your influence, without you even knowing it. Even if you know it, they are so subtle that you don't know how to handle it. Now, today I'm going to share with you how I overcame that and also how I was training and also coaching first-timers to own their place, to be in charge. Three things that helped me. One was acting confidently. Second was being assertive. The third was setting boundaries. I'm going to give you some examples. The key thing here is that you know your place, but you have to own the place. To, to own your place and be in charge, you should be able to act confidently. Now, you can develop confidence, unshakable confidence, until you know your strength, your uniqueness. Because by knowing what you add value, by knowing your unique place in that organization, your unique contributions, you increase your confidence. And also, you should embrace your limitations and your weaknesses. Nobody is perfect. There are things that you don't do well. There are things you are not good at. By just embracing, by just saying, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this, you take away the power of those weaknesses and limitations. That increases your confidence. The third thing you should do to act confidently is to work on key limitations that you have. The fact that you are doing something about these limitations boosts your confidence. You feel like you are in charge of those limitations and weaknesses. The second thing is being assertive. In my case, when I had those first-time positions, my words were not really assertive. My decisions and my actions. Let me give you some tips how to be assertive in your words. You have to avoid using tentative words. There are tentative words. I might do this, I may do that, and so on and so forth. You have to be assertive in your words. You should use more of like, I will, I can. By being assertive in your words, you are owning the place. You are showing that you are in charge. The second thing you should do is being assertive in your decision. Now, I'm not saying you should be autocratic. I'm not saying you should be bossy, bully, and so on. No, I am teaching you here on how to own the place, be in charge smartly, professionally. For example, if you couldn't be able to make tough decisions, if you allow other people to make decisions, if you waver in your decisions, you become a pushover. Patsy. And that doesn't help you. Therefore, don't be bully, autocratic, don't be a pushover. You have to mind, you have to find a middle ground. You have to be a partner with your team members. But at the end of the day, you are the decision maker. Your superiors promoted you into that place for you to make decisions. 
Yes, there are times where you need more data. There are times where you want to involve your team members. But everybody in your team should know that you are the decision maker. There will come a time where you may not have time to consult your team members. Maybe they don't have information, enough information. Maybe they don't have experience. Maybe this is a decision you have to make because of the place where you are and according to the mission and the vision and the values of the organization. So from the start, whenever you take your first time position, you should be able to show to your team members that you are the decision maker without, of course, acting arrogant or without showing that you are autocratic or bully. You're just telling them that you are the decision maker. You, you may share with, with them, of course, the process you take to make decisions. You could tell them that 99% of the time I involve you, I take your inputs, but there may come a time where I need to make a call. And I want you to understand that. Even sometimes you may allow them and say that, okay, make this, this decision by yourself. But let them know directly or indirectly that that was your call, but you delegated that decision to them. Because if you don't sit that from the get going, there will come a time where you have to make a decision and they may not accept it or they may question you. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to set a precedence. Make sure you take charge in making decisions, showing them that you are the decision maker from the gate going. Another area to be assertive is in your, in your actions. If you say, I will do this, and if you don't do it, you are undercutting yourself. You have to be assertive in your actions. If you say, I'm going to do this, do it. Don't hesitate. Or you set some ground rules and somebody breaks them and you don't take action. Now you are setting a bad example. You're not being assertive. Now the third area where you can really show that you own the place is by setting boundaries. Like I said, you know your boundary, you know your place. We talked about that in episode seven. Now this is time to own the place by setting boundaries. There are three things you should do to set boundaries. The first one is set parameters. Make clear what's acceptable, what's not acceptable in that team. Who does what? People should know from the get going the parameters. You're going to be the one setting that parameter, how the team inter interact one another, how you interact with the stake other stakeholders, who does what. By setting the parameters, you are making sure that how things run in that environment are predictable. The second thing is set expectations. This is very important. People should know your expectations. Of course, you should also tell them what you expect from them and what they should expect from you. When they know the expectation, they attempt to meet expectations. If you don't set expectations, they don't know how to meet expectations in that environment, in their interactions, as they do their job to meet their goal, individual and collective goal. So that's your job to set expectations and also set the tone. This is mainly reinforcing the parameters that you set and 
the expectations you have already set. You have to set the tone from the get going so that you look in charge. You own the place. In conclusion, you are a first timer. You have to look in charge. You have to own the place. Otherwise, you may not be able to succeed in that first-timer position. If you don't succeed in that first-timer position, you have less chance to succeed in that organization going forward. And there are a lot of things that are going to sabotage your ability to be in charge. There are things that really undercut your confidence. There are people, there are circumstances, there are situations. That's why you need to know at least three areas where you could show that you are in charge. You own your place from the gate going. The first one is acting confidently. Embrace who you are. Know your strength. And act and leverage your strength. Just to start to do things based on your strength. And people see quick results based on your strength. Rather than focusing on your limitations, your weaknesses. Just focus on your strength. Begin to do certain things that are going to show them that you are in charge. You have a lot to offer. Embrace your weaknesses. Don't be afraid to share some of your weaknesses that are limiting your ability. It's not a big deal. You can delegate to someone some of the things that you're not good at. You can also make sure that other people take care of that. But from the get going, don't be afraid or don't feel bad because you have certain limitations and weaknesses. Just say, I'm not good at this. And that increases your confidence because you face your own limitations and weaknesses and work on certain limitations and weaknesses. If they are important for your job description, for your leadership, pick a couple of limitations and weaknesses. Maybe take trainings, get coaching or mentoring. Do something about those limitations that may erode your confidence. By doing that, you act confidently. The second is by being assertive. Assertive in your words, assertive in your decisions, assertive in your actions. And the third is by setting boundaries. Set boundaries by setting the parameters for that environment. How people should interact, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, the scope of the team, and so on and so forth. By setting expectations. Talk about your expectations. And also by setting the tone from the get going, whatever you want in that team in terms of its culture, its brand, you should be able to set the tone from the get going. For example, you may set a tone that we give our best. You may set a tone that you don't tolerate people belittling people, cursing other people, insulting other people. You can set the tone and of course you have to reinforce it. You have to show that you're serious about those parameters and expectations that you set. I hope this helps you to really own your place going forward. I have a seven days challenge. In those seven days, I want to go deeper. I want to send to you free video clips, worksheets, so that within those seven days, you could be able to overcome the first timer syndrome. If you haven't subscribed 
yet go to www.asagit.com and subscribe for the email list like this channel comment subscribe and also make sure that you share this video to people who may benefit and overcome the first timer syndrome until i see you next time thank you very much have a good day bye